0: This is Lunch With Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Hello and welcome to the Lunch With Lloyd podcast. I'm Katie Overy in for Mark all this week. Today I spoke with Elisa from Inspire Yoga talking about their first anniversary and they are celebrating by giving back to the community. I had a really interesting chat with Nabeel, the CEO and founder of Nifty Souk, all about NFTs. I spoke to another local business founder, Malik from Mr. Brisket, about them being a conscious eatery. And the incredibly talented Maya Dean, a 13-year-old singer right here in the UAE. Lunch with Lloyd is live every weekday from 11am. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Good morning. I'm Katie Overy in for Mark Lloyd. Fear not, Mark Lloyd will be back on Sunday. But don't worry, I'm looking after you in the meantime. Joined on the phone right now by the ladies of Inspire. Well, actually, just one. Elisa. Hello, Elisa. How are you? Elisa, hey. oh, you're there! There you are. Sorry, we're having a little, uh, a few issues with our phone lines today. Or it could have been my fault. Let's not blame IT. It's probably me. How are you, Elisa? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. And how are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. So we're we're celebrating your first anniversary, which means you launched Inspire during a global pandemic.
1: Yes, yeah. The the second studio
0: was launched uh, right in the middle of the pandemic. I mean that that that's a big bold decision to make. Like, why was it in the making beforehand?
1: It was actually in the making beforehand, and uh, but I think it's also like a blessing in disguise. I always see it as like a silver lining.
0: Okay, know? how come?
1: Um, because I think what happened during pandemic is like most people realize that there's more um, reason to focus on their health and wellness mm. in it just kind of awaken more people into it and as opening another studio it just means there's more places for people to go um, to get in touch with this part of their lives mm, and to
0: mm. support them yeah oh absolutely how was it for you then when you when you initially opened
1: well i think the the first thing that we the challenge that we had faced is like um people are still scared you know yeah. but there's also the other side that are wanting to connect and go back to studio and practice because of the community. Okay. uh, Yeah. Slowly, slowly kind of build up and well, pretty much in the full swing of things, except for
0: like, of course, the restriction of the two meters. Yeah, of course, that must be so difficult. So not to talk too, too much COVID, we don't want to stick on it. So what kind of, what kind of sort of safety procedures do you put in place? Are you back to 100% capacity now or?
1: No, not at all. With the, Bearing in mind that it's like a, a two-meter distance for each um, session, so you can't even go back to 50% capacity. Right, less, yeah. But we have found ways to work around it. Okay,
0: like what? Stacking them up like bunk um, beds?
1: <laughs> not quite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. But no, um, we, we've done over the more um, friendly times outside, we've done a lot of outdoor classes where we could actually accommodate a lot of people, and that really worked out for us, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And and I, I've worked with you guys before. We did the um, yeah. breast cancer awareness event together, and that was wonderful to see everyone all together um, celebrating for What's celebrating is the wrong word, creating awareness for such an important cause. Right. Yeah. So um, l- let's talk about what you do at Inspire. I know it's more than just yoga. I know you're more um, there's other things involved. And then we're going to talk about how you're giving back to the community this weekend. So tell us more about what you do at Inspire.
1: All right, when when we first started it was uh, a lot more on the yoga and the fitness and pilates. But um through the years we have actually evolved and we are going more towards a total well-being. Mm-hmm. You know, um, educating people about uh what is good to eat and um Working with um, the, the experts like doctors, functional medicine doctors and collaborating with other entities such as uh, mint and basil in uh, promoting more healthier type of lifestyle like
0: foods
1: and, and other, other stuff that would help people be more into a well-being zone.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. I mean, you had me at food, Elisa, if I'm honest. <laughs> Tell us what's going on this Saturday, please.
1: All right. So this Saturday, we have a whole bunch of uh, things. We'll have an open house where we'll highlight some of our signature classes for free, of course, for the community. This is our way to say thank you for having faith in us. So um, we'll start in the morning. We'll have the Inferno Hot Pilates class. We have Floating Bliss, which is on the suspension Um and then flexibility flow, breathwork, meditation, and kids' yoga as well.
0: Hang on, sorry. I think Poonam and I are ears pricked up at Inferno Hot Pilates. What on <laughs> earth is that? Is that just outside in Dubai in the summer?
1: Well, I think we could actually do that, but I think people prefer to be in a little bit more uh, private section <laughs> when they're sweating super, super Are we hot. doing
0: yoga around
1: a bonfire? <laughs> <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I can't do it in studio, but, you know. What is it? Is things it... to think about. So, basically, Inferno Hot Pilates is um, it's a low-impact thing that is done in the heated room. So, we have far-infrared heating panels, so which is really good. It, it doesn't just, you know, provide heat in the room. But the heat actually goes straight to your muscles and helps you um, your muscles get more supple and while being in the middle of the heat, you will be doing some uh, low-impact Pilates moves.
0: Wow. And, yeah. I honestly thought great. you were going to say it helps your muscles get musclier. And I thought that would be a really good, like, marketing line, wouldn't it? Help your muscles get musclier. <laughs> so it's this Saturday, 8 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. And everything is free of charge. Have I actually read that correctly? Yes. It's a gift. It's a gift. For the community. That is so lovely. What an amazing day. So where can, where can people find out, well, first of all, where you are, how to follow you, how to get involved? Do they need to sign up? Tell us everything.
1: All right. So we are located in Gate Avenue, uh, Zone D in DIFC. And you can find our schedule on our app, Inspire Yoga, if you go through um, Google Play. And also um, on our Instagram account. Uh, we have all the activities, and to book, they'll have to go through our website or through our app. Just to book, it's open for booking.
0: Okay, so how do we? Uh, what do we search into the app? Just Inspire. DIFC Inspire Yoga, yeah. Inspire Yoga, and I will say actually, where Inspire is, there is parking. It's paid parking, but there's a big, big RTA car park there. Because when Elisa when Elisa said to me it's in DIFC, I was like, what am I doing no, about parking? Uh, but I there know. is parking. Amazing. Is. That sounds absolutely wonderful. Poonam, are we going to head down on Saturday? Um, I definitely yeah, want to be around the bonfire for sure. <laughs> I miss that. (laughs) Okay, well, Poonam and I will be there with our marshmallows, and you guys can do some Pilates. Exactly.
1: Hey,
0: that makes sense.
1: Thank We're you. giving out
0: V shakes as well. Are you. So oh
1: my goodness. Shots. The first
0: 50 people take some health shots from V shakes. Sounds good to me. You you have me at food and shots apparently Elisa. <laughs> Thank you so uh-huh. much. I wish you honestly you. I love inspire so much and I wish you all the best. Happy anniversary. Happy Bye. birthday.
1: Thank you. Thank you both. Thanks
0: Brunam. Thanks for having Thank me. You. Good luck for Saturday. Bye. Take care. Bye. Hi. Honestly, love them down there at Inspire. And it. Yeah, it makes you it's very zen, isn't it? I've been doing yoga for 23 years. You don't look very zen. What happened? I am am really quite zen, actually. It's when I'm around you, you (laughs) bring the other side out. Let's not talk about that. Thank you very much. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye,
2: 103.8.
0: A very good afternoon to you. My name is Katie Overy in for Mark Lloyd and NFT is a new expression that has really only been introduced to me in the last, I don't know, few months or so. So I'm really excited to be talking to our next guest. Nabil is the CEO of Nifty Souk, the MENA's first NFT marketplace for creators and collectors. Good afternoon, sir. How are you?
2: Good afternoon. Hi, Katie. How are you?
0: Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. Um, did I print, did I say it right? Is it Nifty? Nifty Souk?
2: Yes, it's Nifty soup.
0: I like that so much. First of all, can you please... Uh, I have asked this question so many times, and I'm sure you have been asked this question so many times. What is an NFT? Okay, I'm going to try to make
2: this very simple because everything on the internet is <laughs> very complex. NFT stands for non-fungible tokens, which means it's um, something that you cannot divide or replace with an equivalent of. For example, if you have 10 dirhams paper and then you have 10 dirhams of coins, you can replace those with each other. I can give you the coins and you give me the paper that is fungible. The non fungible would be the example of the Mona Lisa. You cannot divide the Mona Lisa and give me just an eye or a mouth, or you cannot just uh, swap a Mona Lisa for a watch unless you put a certain value on both of them, which makes it an equivalent uh, trade. So, this is the very brief explanation of fungible and non fungible. Okay. NFTs basically are smart contracts or tokens that prove the ownership of an asset, usually, or It's mainly known for digital assets, but we can also link them to physical assets. So how can you prove that the Mona Lisa is an original piece? You get these consultants who come in, uh, check out the age of the paint, the brush stroke, the angle, the smell, the cracks in the painting to make sure that it's the original uh, painting. But if it's a digital art, uh, something that's available online, anyone can right click save and say it's his. How can you prove that this is an original piece designed or uh, uh, created by a certain creator you associate that with an nft or the smart contract which proves that this is an original piece so it's mainly a proof of uh, authenticity a proof of ownership for a digital asset
0: That's, that is absolutely incredible. And thank you so much for making it as simple as possible. I'm sure I'm not alone. And I'm sure you've probably had to use the Mona Lisa analogy or comparison (laughs) so many times. Because I understand there was a, Punan was telling me that there was a a couple of weeks ago, an American rapper that sold his music as an NFT, sold a million copies for $1 each in just under one minute. Um, And now, you know, now you're on this mission, because you're trying to educate and grow this nft industry in the MENA region has that been a tough you know journey so far especially when you've got people like me that just goes over their head
2: yes it, it, it is very tough uh, i love the video of that rapper he actually went out and he said you know what i'm not going to beg for money anymore i'm not going to do crowdfunding i'm not going to f- go for label companies i'm just gonna put my music out there as an nft one dollar buy it and he raised a lot of money by, by doing that in in very short time. Uh, educating the, the, the scene is not easy, um, not, not just because of the region, it's because it's a new thing. NFTs around the world has just been out for, what, maybe a, a year and five months or so. So it's a new thing. And educating and uh, making awareness is not an easy task. And this is our mission now, to create this awareness, educate people, and tell them the benefits of NFTs. Uh, People can now buy houses and get their contracts as NFTs. The future is going to be that uh, you graduate from university and you're going to get your certificate as an NFT. NFT is built on the blockchain. You cannot change it, you cannot uh, fraud it, you cannot uh, delete it. So the new way uh, going forward for everything is going to be NFT. How can you prove that your Rolex is an original Rolex? They're going to give you an NFT with it to prove that this is not a grade one uh, copy from a certain country.
0: (laughs) Or a certain area of the UAE.
2: Um,
0: Tell me more about then about Nifty Souk exactly. What what are you trying to create here within this kind of NFT community?
2: Okay, Uh, Nifty Souk, as the name implies, is a souk. It's a marketplace where people can go and display their goods. They can... Uh, I hate to give this example, but the closest way to explain it's just like eBay. On eBay, you have a product, you put it in, you can either put it up for an auction or as a direct sale with a price. This is what NiftySoup does, but for NFTs. Now, the difference between uh, maybe our marketplace and many other marketplaces is we're really trying to onboard people and help them get into this uh, world of blockchain and NFTs by um making it very easy to access so we we don't charge anyone uh, something called minting minting means to actually create a digital asset and make it an nft um there are no registration fees no listing fees we help them actually with the with with NFTing their products and it all goes into their wallet mm. and the money goes to them directly so um, we're trying to um, help support artists really um, thrive uh, let's say uh, by by providing them with this platform where they can put their NFTs on it, sell it and hopefully make millions like we see around the world happening.
0: So then not to turn into business breakfast here, I'm certainly no Richard Dean, but how are you making money then, Nabil?
2: OK, now once the sale is done, we make a very small percentage and that's only 2.5 percent uh, from the sale amount.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. Yes. As a, I was just this thinking...
2: is a business model for now. Uh, in the future, it might change. We might let people start paying for their minting and all that. But for now, for sure. we just want to give it easy access to everyone. Yeah.
0: Tell me, we spoke about the wrapper already, but tell me some other things, for want of a much better word, that have already been sold as an NFT, if that's the right, even the mm-hmm. right expression.
2: Yes. Uh, the most expensive one was sold for $69 million. It was a, a digital art made by Beeple. Sixty
0: nine million dollars.
2: Let that sink in. I
0: can't. I don't think I can. Okay, Digital artwork.
2: Yes. um, uh, The founder of Twitter sold his first tweet for two point three million dollars.
0: No way. (laughs) I mean, what is someone going to do with that?
2: It's bragging rights. It's uh, being a collector. um, For example, I collect vinyls. um, I'm old school. I Mm -hmm. love vinyls. So an NFT could be like a, a vinyl that you collect, or like a signed CD, for example, or a poster. Um, so it's it's um, art collectors, fans, uh, and also uh not in the case of the tweet of course but in case of music for example it could be uh listen to a song before everyone else or listen to only nft tracks
0: Mm, mm, mm.
2: Or someone i can gift you a song by a certain artist and say you know what i'm going to give you the ownership to this song because you love it so much there are many uses that can be uh applied to nfts
0: it's amazing and it's it's so environmentally friendly clearly
2: well, not all NFTs are, to be, to be oh, honest. What, um, okay. okay. It depends on what, um, what platform you use. Um, the one we chose, which is Tezos, uh, is an environmental friendly. Um, I don't want to go into too many technical details, but very briefly, there is something called proof of work and something called proof of stake. Any uh, platform that uses proof of work uses tons of energy, and the ones that use proof of stake like ours are very environmental friendly. And just to give a number to make it easier for the audience to understand, we are two million times less energy consuming per transaction than other platforms. Two million times.
0: That's ridiculous. It's still, I have so many questions, and I'm sure if you're listening right now, you might have more questions. Now, um, you know, if they have got questions, if anyone's listening, how do they, can they reach out to you? How do they reach out to you? Do you, are you happy to give some advice?
2: Yes, of course, we would love to. Uh, we are on the mission to educate people. We want to answer as many questions as possible. Uh, our website is, is up. We have our uh, emails on there. Our social media handles are on there. There is a registration form for people who want to uh, NFT their art. We are. I'm, I'm using this platform to call out all artists. And we're not only looking for artists with hundreds of thousands of followers. No, we, we want to help the, 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 I don't want to say smaller the smaller in number of followers, artists, before the bigger uh, ones to, to get them onto this platform. So, yes, reach out to us on our social media, on our emails, on our forms, on our website, and we are more than happy to answer you. It might take some time to answer you, but we will answer
0: Give out your handles then and your website. Tell us tell us how we can get hold of you.
2: Sure. Our website is nifty, N-I-F-T-Y, Sook, S-O-U-K, dot com niftysook.com and our uh, instagram handle is nifty n-i-f-t-y underscore s-o-u-q uh and uh, yeah those are the best two to to reach out to us
0: brilliant that's uh, absolutely fantastic nabil thank you so so much um i wish you the very best of luck you're launching have you already launched or you're launching this week
2: so the website is already up and running. Our social accounts are all up and running. Our official announcement is on the 26th of August, <gasps> two days from now.
0: So Christmas. exciting. Yeah. Well, from everybody yeah. here at Dubai Eye 103.8, we wish you so, so much luck. Thank you very much, Nabil.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having Take me. This care. is so exciting. All the Thank best. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. I love it. It's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Good afternoon. I'm Katie Overy in for Mark Lloyd. I hope you're doing very, very well. And we are joined on the line now by the founder of Mister Brisket. Uh, Hopefully, we've got you there, Malik, Are you there?
3: Yes, I am there. Good afternoon.
0: Oh, good afternoon. Haven't you got a wonderful voice for radio?
3: Thank you very much. i so kind of you. I I was hoping. No, you do. You
0: have a wonderful voice. Uh, I'm just gonna some things here right we're having wonderful times here right um malik thank you so much for taking the time and joining with us today because it's quite an interesting one because we had a a a huge food delivery from the guys at mr brisket yesterday we were absolutely stuffing ourselves um punam and i i would probably say the highlight was probably the brisket fries for us it was lovely um but we wouldn't ordinarily just have any old restaurant on the show, right? But there's a number yes. of reasons that I wanted to talk to you. The fact that you are a homegrown business and you are expanding within the pandemic. Um, but also as well this Yes,
3: that's true.
0: This title of conscious eatery. So I'm gonna come on to that very, very shortly. First and foremost, Malik, how and why did you start Mr Brisket?
3: Uh, okay uh thank you very much for introducing us. I'm glad you guys uh, tried the food yesterday and you liked it. Uh I'll I'll take you on a on a short brief uh, to tell you how did we start. Uh the whole concept came together uh from uh, uh there was a lack in the market for me as a, as a person. I I always go out and eat and uh, to me the idea of having a good uh fast food while still uh, uh while still making sure it 's clean and healthy was uh, was something you don 't find in the market and this is where it started. I started looking for where can i if I want to have uh, burgers can they be uh, sustainably sourced can they be organic can they be hormone antibiotic free uh, and then this is where Mr. Brisket came from uh, We actually Uh, The story is uh, quite inspiring to some people because when we started, uh, I didn't have any culinary experience at the beginning. And uh, I was uh, supposed to, me and my brother, were supposed to uh, partner with a chef who is going to set up the whole uh, cuisine of the restaurant. Okay. And then we we ordered a food truck in a time where there was no food trucks yet in Dubai. Mm -hmm. And just before opening by one month, the chef uh apologized, couldn't make it to UAE uh oh, no. due to um expansion that he has in his own hometown. And uh then when this whole thing stopped because there was nobody to cook it, I decided to cook it myself.
0: No and... way
3: <laughs> Yes, yes, actually this is what happened. And they ordered a smoker with zero experience in any sort of uh, cooking. This was like five, six years ago. I ordered a smoker uh, and set it up in my balcony, and I was cooking every day for three months. Every trial takes twelve hours, uh, and so I burnt about one hundred fifty kilograms (laughs) of.
0: That's not really sustainable, (laughs) is it?
3: (laughs) um, (laughs) I mean, I mean, uh, to get something right, I, I didn't even make anybody try it unless it came out right. About three months and one hundred and fifty kilograms uh, we still we still managed to eat it. we didn't waste that burnt meat uh, but this is this is how we started and since then, uh, the whole uh, I worked on the menu and still working on the menu, I uh, found out that my hobby can be turned into uh, passion and something that I can share with uh, with everyone and uh, Here we are today. we have uh, six branches in UAE. Um, We just opened our doors for franchising. Uh, We're ready to be almost anywhere on the planet. We have all our supply chain set up. We expanded actually through our supply chain. Now we deal directly with the farms, uh, with the producers uh, more than suppliers. So. Um this is Mr. Uh, brisket.
0: What an amazing, so well, what a fantastic introduction. I mean, what an amazing story as well. The fact it's you know, I love the fact that you're just doing it by chance on your balcony, because I know, I've got very good <laughs> friends of mine that they'll, they'll you know, have a brisket. And the next thing you know, I see on their Instagram 12 hours later, they're like, yeah, it was rubbish. And it's such a fine, <laughs> such a fine yes. art to do. So, yeah, absolutely. Fair play to you. Now, not only are you expanding, the whole conscious eatery thing now you've yes. mentioned obviously sustainability and uh, organic farms but tell us more about that title because it's quite an unusual one
3: yes especially for uh, for dubai and in, in in europe in places like australia it's uh, it's already there uh, mm. widely and and dubai still uh the the sustainability part uh, our sus- like when we talk about sustainability it doesn't stop on uh, packaging that's plastic free and recyclable uh, we took it further um, all most of our products are ethically sourced and sustainably sourced and here comes uh, how we how we help the environment because mainly industrialized uh, beef and industrialized uh, uh, food products in general is the main source of um, like one of the one of the biggest players in uh, greenhouse green gases uh, footprint so uh, sustainably sourced let's say beef is our prime product is uh, helps the environment because in eco farming uh, where you create an ecology a small ecology and using the livestock to uh, fertilize the soil organically that is the that's the best way we can we can help uh, create an eco a healthy ecosystem so uh, this puts a load on us because mm. dealing with a farm that is not uh, mass uh, mass production uh, uh, facility, let's say they deal with every cow as a as a as a as a being, and uh, it lives on a free range basis. So it eats uh, grass, and uh, the food that the cattle eat is very important. Uh, this is this is stuff I would like to share. Not everybody in the audience know about them. That when cows eat uh, grass, for instance. Uh, their gut, their guts are healthy. They they produce less gases, and therefore their meat is healthier, much cleaner. Uh, when, on the other hand, uh, the most of the meat that is on the shelves today, uh, that is um, uh, mass produced, is uh, fed with grain, uh, corn, and uh, different forms of sugars, which actually actually inflames the inflames the cow. And uh, you end up eating uh, an unhealthy, unclean uh, beef that's mainly inflamed. Interesting. So this is. I didn't know that. Yeah, this is. Yeah, we we, we, we really uh, do research a lot, and 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 uh, we spoke to many experts uh, when choosing which kind of beef that's. Uh, not uh, if, uh, heavily affecting the environment and actually helping sustaining it.
0: I'm going to throw a uh, spanner in the works here, actually, Malik, and and play devil's advocate, if you will. I'm you, I'm yes, not I am uh, not no. a vegan. Obviously, I enjoyed a lot from Mr. Brisket yesterday. I'm not a vegan, but I I know that the vegan community will they they say that you know the meat eaters are the ones effectively ruining the planet so what is it you would kind of say to that because you're producing whether it's eco-friendly or not from grass-fed cows they're saying that you're that you're still destroying the planet
3: so uh measure of what they're saying is is true um and the industrialization of uh, of, uh, of animals is actually one of, as I mentioned, one of the main players of uh, green, houses, uh, green gases, green uh, gases footprint uh, of us humans on the planet. However, um, we and Mr. Brisket, we believe that we are not just a restaurant, we are. More of a movement to uh, move the paradigm of diet itself, we call for people not to eat meat daily and to have it as a, as a as a delicacy so a commodity that's valued that not that's not as as cheap as it is produced uh, because when when we deal with it, how we dealt with it for thousands of years as 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 a delicacy as uh, not something you have all the time uh, in all your meals. So mm. this is what we call for. We call for moderation ourselves. We uh, we ourselves, we eat uh, 70% of the month uh, vegetarian. We don't uh, eat meat every day so and uh, but, at the end of the day, not everyone is and Mr uh, the conscious eatery uh, why is it an eatery because it 's open for everybody and everyone it's accessible uh, when it comes to although the products are premium products, but we make sure that it's accessible, the prices are not uh, only for a small portion of the population aside from that we invest in social projects uh, we have social projects outside of uae we invest in young people uh, uh educating them sending them to school universities so we we have many things that uh, that we're doing uh That makes us uh, a conscious uh, entity.
0: I love it, and that's Uh, that's your that's your uh, Mr. Brisket cares, is that right? that's whole project.
3: Yes, yes, yes. The social projects, and internally we have um, uh, a program that we uh, all our staff goes in. Uh, We have people from all different backgrounds who joined. uh, Some of them with no culinary experience, and. uh today they're doing very well we 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 invest in them in studying programs uh we develop our our staff we we I, I wouldn't like to mention examples but uh, no, of course. if in the future you uh, uh we get to interview some of our staff and hear their stories uh, some of them we have a university teacher that's today part of our team we have uh, account- accountants who are cooks today uh, we got people based on their uh, good uh, moral uh, more of. Uh, we found uh, good things in them and we decided to invest in them and uh, uh, create a career for them that they enjoy and love
0: it's amazing so, there are so many <laughs> it, honestly it's Thank genuinely you. amazing the things the things that you're doing um and that's why it was so important that we that we you know made it so clear it's not just We've just got on a restaurant. You know, you're doing so, so much. Um, and go on, pruna well, what are you going to say? I did want to say something to Malik. First of all, thank you so much for the food. We stuffed
1: our faces. <laughs> However, I'm a little bit upset <laughs> you. with you because oh. I literally started working
0: out a few days and that's pushed me all the way back. I've got to start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Mr. Well, Brisket's fault. That is your fault. That's my fault. I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> um, Malik, thank you so much for taking the time. Where can people like find and follow you and follow all about Mr. Brisket Cares? And more importantly, are you on all the delivery apps?
3: Okay, so uh, as uh, branches-wise, we have six branches, four in Dubai, one in Sharjah, and one in Al Ain City. In Dubai, we have uh, one in uh, Last Exit al Khawanish, one in Last Exit Al-Qudra, that only opens in winter. We have one in Jumeirah Road, uh, the beach road, and one in Palm Jumeirah, that's recently opened. And by the way, in this branch, we have uh, items that are only will be launched in this branch um, because it's our biggest uh, store as of today. So we're going to have things that are only for uh, of course uh, this branch.
0: This, you're so Dubai. We've got things that are only exclusive <laughs> to Palm Jumeirah. Malik, thank you so much for taking the time. And we wish you the very, very best of luck. And we will speak to you again very shortly.
3: Thank you very much. I'll just mention our uh, Instagram yes, page please. for anyone who wants to who wants to find us. Uh, our brisket, uh, Mr. Brisket account, is called mrbrisketuae. Brisket UAE. It's on uh, Instagram, and uh, free first orders get twenty percent off. <gasps> this is uh, our like uh, mm. just a small gesture to for uh, the audience.
0: Brilliant, Mr. Brisket UAE. Thank you very much, Malik. All the best, Thank and we'll you. speak to you soon. Take care, Poonam. Are you hungry yet? I'm always hungry, Yeah, I'm always hungry too. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye, 103.8. A very good afternoon to you. My name is Katie Overy. I'm in for Mark Lloyd all of this week. And I'm really excited about who I'm about to speak to right now. 13 years old and she's just won a singing competition in Los Angeles. She came first in her category at the Vocal Star Competition in Los Angeles. Welcome, Dean. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much. Are you back in Dubai now, Maya? Yes. You are. Okay. Are you enjoying the heat. Yeah. Yeah, as is always the case. First of all, Maya, tell me all about this vocal star competition that you came first in your category in Los Angeles. Was it, I mean, was it terrifying? Um, In the beginning, but then it got better. Really? What was? Was it nerves or was it once you were there, you saw that other people were feeling the same?
4: Once I was there, I saw other people, and they were all feeling nervous.
0: Yeah, I bet they were. I'm not surprised. Okay, so you're only 13 now. When did you start singing?
4: Um, From the age of four, I started singing to Taylor Swift songs (gasps) and played the violin.
0: And you played the violin. Okay, so... So you've got me now. You've said Taylor Swift and that's it. <laughs> all of these other questions I was going to talk to you about probably are out of the window. I was never a big Taylor Swift fan, but now I love Taylor Swift. What um, what, was, what was like your main song that you would just sing all the time, so much so that I'm sure everyone in your household were like, Maya, be quiet! Shake it off. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay, were you doing the dance routines as well at the same time? <laughs> yeah, I thought you might be. Um, so how on earth did you go from living and singing and growing up in the UAE and then entering this singing competition in Los Angeles.
4: So we found auditions 18 months ago to like go into a group thing to do go to LA mm. and so we signed up and I got in but because of covid it got delayed back to this summer and
0: then it just went on from then so literally it was a competition that you'd seen and anybody from around the world can enter yeah okay that makes sense so obviously I mean it's not cheap is it flying all the way out to LA no it's not but she's a brave girl I spoke I gave her a call yesterday she was a little bit nervous and I did say
1: to my are you okay Maya it's Poonam here (laughs) so basically she said I'm a little bit nervous
0: and I said don't worry because me and Katie mentally are probably younger than her so she'll be fine Oh yeah already you sound far more intelligent (laughs) and intellectual than the pair of us put together Maya don't worry about that so you won in your category what tell me tell me about the the actual competition? What song did you sing? What was the kind of voting process? When you found out you won? What went through your mind? Tell me everything, because that must have been incredible.
4: So there was a showcase that everyone there got to participate in, in front of recording labels and contract signers and people. And then I sang Hold On from Cord Overstreet. And then the next day, there was a gala, which only 10 to 11 people got entered in, and I got entered in it. And um, then after that, there was an awards ceremony, and the recording labels decided who won prizes.
0: Amazing. What on earth happened when they called out your name? What was your reaction?
4: I was so shocked, um, and I didn't know I was going to get an award.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Did you, did, you, did you scream? I'd scream. You (laughs) dropped your award. Yeah, I dropped it when I was going back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Talk to me. You've obviously mentioned uh, Taylor Swift already, but what other artists have inspired you to, you know, make this your career? I suppose.
4: Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, and now Olivia Rodrigo.
0: Do you know what I? I like to think that I'm down with the kids. Actually, (laughs) Maya. All right, I have nephews um, and I do like to think I'm down with the kids. I don't think I've even heard one of her songs. Isn't that? I- I'm on TikTok. Maybe right? you have, but you don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe I have heard it. Okay, but Billie Eilish as well. I mean, what an incredible inspiration. Have you seen her documentary? No. Oh, watch her documentary. It's absolutely fascinating. And how her family unit is so tight and they've always worked together. Um, I think you'd really, really enjoy it. And speaking of, of family unit, I can see mum is with us as well on Microsoft Teams. Looking stunning, by the way. Very how beautiful as Maya's mum. <laughs> sorry, Maya's mum. I'm sure you've, you've been used to this, but I actually don't know your real name. I've just got you down as Maya's mum. It's Fatima. Fatima, thank you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to add no, that. No, <laughs> it's totally fine. She's used to it. Fatima has been known as Maya's mum for 13 years. Fatima, talk to me then about seeing Maya, you know, starting to sing around the house. And when did you realise it was like, OK, this isn't just a little girl singing. This is actually something that's a passion that she's so passionate about.
1: Yeah, so I think it's from the age of two. She kept going on about wanting to play the violin. And I was like, are you sure you want to play? So at four, we were in Australia and she picked up the violin and that was it. She was just like, "Mummy, this is what I want to do. From the violin, it went on to singing. Then she was doing performing arts as well. So she's performed at Peter Pan QE2. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, it's been growing. And over the years she's seen competitions and she's actually entered herself. Um, and we've obviously supported her. So she wanted to go to LA because she was selected. We flew in and just stunned. Really impressed with her commitment to this.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? Because I think a lot of children, you know, I was even speaking yesterday to some friends about all those hobbies and pastimes mm. that you did as a child. And you would kind key. of, yeah, kind of expect your parents to, you know, fork out for everything and pay for everything. And as a parent, you want to go really? Are you going to do this? And actually that happened to my sister-in-law. She was doing ballet and then was going to the next stage and it would have been so expensive to buy all of the equipment. And her mum actually said, I'm a single mum. Like, really? And she was like, no, I'm not actually that interested. I was still saying that before flying to LA. I said, Maya, really? Are you sure? She
1: unfortunately got pharyngitis before we flew. So she lost her voice as well. I said, Maya, are you sure? Kind of everything's against you for this. Yeah. Um, But she came out A lot stronger and winning first place in her category.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, my goodness. And you would have been kicking yourself if if you'd have not gone, I'm sure. Um, Maya, I understand that you're going to do us a little live performance. Yes, you are. Okay, well, it's going to be an interesting one because I've got the music here. You're over there on Microsoft team. So we're going to give it a jolly good go. Um, Can you introduce the song that you're going to be singing and why you've chosen this song?
4: I'm going to be singing Little Do You Know by Alex and Sierra because it was my favorite show it was from a favorite show of mine, but it was sung by different people. Um and when I was younger I
0: used to sing it all the time. Amazing. Okay, right, so here we go. It's Maya Dean performing Little Do You Know live on Dubai I one oh three point eight. I've got a funny feeling. Maya, you can't hear that music, can you? Music. No. no. we
4: just do acapella?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, because I'm thinking, I don't know if she should have come in then. <laughs> was she supposed to come in then? Was she supposed to come in then? That was our fault. Not a problem. Let's do acapella. If you're comfortable doing acapella, we would love to hear it, Maya.
4: Little do you know how I'm breaking while you fall asleep. Little do you know I'm still haunted by the memories. Little do you know I'm trying to pick myself up piece by piece. Little do you know I need a little more time. Underneath it all, I'm held captive by the holy inside. I've been holding back. For the fear that you might change your mind, I'm ready to forgive you, but forgetting is a harder fight. Little do you know, I I love you till the sun dies. Oh my Woo! God!
0: That was amazing, amazing, Maya. Honestly, Maya, that was beautiful. It was one of, when you were hitting those high notes. I'm staring across at Puna. I'm in shock. <laughs> and then if you don't know this, but we've got Milani, who's our tech op, who's in like a little cave because we don't let her out of it. But she's looking into me via a window and she's like this. <gasps> that was amazing. Really good. No wonder yeah. you won first in your category. Maya, where can people, if they're listening, where can people follow you and follow your journey and support you?
4: Um, they can
0: follow me on Instagram at Maya, Dinofficial. Maya Dinofficial, Din Official. Maya Din Official, D I N, Maya Din Official. Well, Maya Din Official and Maya's Mum Official. Thank you very, very much. And we wish you all you. luck. Yeah. And please, just, you know, just remember us. Like Poonam and I, just just remember <laughs> us when you're really, really, really famous. And if you ever meet Taylor Swift, we need to become best friends. <laughs> Yes. Okay, amazing. Thank you very much. Wasn't she amazing? Maya, Din,
1: Beautiful. Lovely, Maya. It's lovely to know you. It's so
0: nice. And you said she was nervous. She's not nervous. She's She's lying. She's not nervous. She's (laughs) hustling us. Make sure you go and follow her. We love, love supporting local up and coming talent right here on Dubai Eye 103.8.